Hello, my friend, and welcome to this mini series, this back to school wellness mini series, where there will be three mini episodes one titled Sanity Saving Systems and Routines, second, Mental and Emotional Support for Back to School, and three, Activity and Nutrition for Our Kids, Ourselves back to school. So depending on which episode you are listening to right now, make sure that you are checking out the other two because all three are going to go together and make this beautiful wellness plan for you and your kiddos that are headed off to school. But hey, what do I know? (laughs) When you guys said on Instagram that this was your topic of choice, I was like, what do I know? I've only got one kid and he's starting kindergarten. But I think we got some really good mom hacks in here and systems and things that you are really going to like, enjoy, and think about how you can um, factor these in for your family and your routines. I'm not going to say my rhythms and routines or my tips or anything like that is going to work for your family. But what I hope is that you take some of the collective information and you're like, oh, I really do want to contribute that to what's going on in our household. And also, if you are a mom with all of the school back to school hacks, please go to Instagram and send me a message on what I need to know with a kiddo that is off to school. For example, some of my mom friends told me that, hey, when you see or if you see some of that like minute back to school stuff, on clearance after the school year has started, like markers and crayons, color pencils, and things like that. Grab a couple of those because sometimes the teachers mid-year will send out a letter saying, hey, could we get any more supplies? And then, you know, during that time of the year, you can't find like any of that back to school type of stuff because that's not what's in season. Hey, you snag some of that and then you'd be like, yes, teacher, I got you. Another thing that I did that I thought was like the ultimate hack this year was we had a very specific school list. Like they had to have the certain number of crayons that came in this certain type of box. They couldn't, you know, when I went to school, it was like, you know, the cool kids came to school with like the bajillion 100 million pack of crayons. No, 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 not acceptable anymore, at least for our school. With pencils, it's like you got to have the yellow sharpened pencils. And so it didn't, <laughs> they're not segmenting the kids who are like cool and have the, uh, you know, Batman pencils. Cause I know for sure if I brought my, if I brought my six year old shopping, he would have picked out like the Batman pencils and all of those things. They're like, no, these specific ones. And so what I did was I went on the Walmart app. You could do Target if you're a Target person, but you're going to save more money if you do Walmart. Get over yourself. Walmart's where it's at, okay? And I did a Walmart order in, oh my gosh, was it like, end of July. Like I had my ish together with this friends. So I did a Walmart order. I just ran through the entire list, had it delivered to our house. And then my son and I went shopping with my mom to pick out his backpack and his shoes and some clothes. So really when we did back to school shopping, we kind of eliminated all the minute type of things. It also made it so he wasn't distracted or getting upset that he couldn't have the box of crayons that had 1 million trillion thousand colors because on the school list it says he needs the 24 pack or whatever it is. So I thought that was like an ultimate mom hack. But if you have more mom hacks like that that we need to know with kiddos going back to school, like I'm not on here saying I'm the know-it-all, come to Instagram and tell me about it. But let's get rolling into this mini series. We're talking about activity and nutrition in this third mini series in the back to school wellness series and and I'm here for it. And you know what? I bet you think I'm going to come at you with this like typical 
tips of your kids need to be working out more and you need to be packing their lunches because school lunches are junky and they shouldn't be eating that junk and they shouldn't have the treats and they shouldn't have the goodies and all of that stuff. No, I'm not here. I'm not here to give that kind of advice. Actually, what I'm going to be sharing with you today is some perspective shifts on what you can articulate to your kids so they can start making those healthy choices and having self-awareness about their activity and nutrition from the standpoint of um, self-awareness of how much they are consuming with good nutrition or um, activity that they're having in their routine. Something I wanted to talk about in the second episode of this series was over-scheduling our kids, but I think with activity being a topic in today as we can kind of collectively say there are kids 100% that thrive in that go 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 busyness what we are seeing now as a result of those types of kids becoming adults now is the go 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 busyness the act one activity to the next to the next to the next what you do want to recognize is are these types of activities over scheduling your kids so they're not getting adequate connection with you or adequate sleep or just even adequate downtime for their mental and emotional health do they truly love the activities that they are in or do they kind of need a break from some of that busyness and do they really need to know that they are loved no matter what like their love no matter what their grades are their love no matter what sport they're performing in and how they're performing in it, right? And knowing that the doing and the achievement that kind of is celebrated and and associated with the regular school system, that that is great for them to strive for, but it is not defining them because they are awesome and great and loved by you, whether they did those things or not. And I think that that's a beautiful and wonderful thing to to give your kids. So let's kick off with activity. Once again, this is going to be something you want to evaluate for you and your family and your kids based on their school schedule, right? Like some schools I've heard don't have recess or gym opportunities for kids and some have it only a few times a week, some have it daily. You really want to look at specifically how much is your child getting for activity? In their day-to-day activity, like what is it that they are doing? And also, I think this is an important part to discuss why we are talking about activity and exercise. And I do think for kids, focusing on the joy of movement. This starts with you. Like, do you talk with your kid when your kids are around about like you having to work out because you ate too much or you working out because you're trying to get your stomach flatter, they are going to start associating activity and movement as something that they need to do, dread to do, or need to do to change their bodies. They're going to, they're going to take that string. When you focus on getting them in some sort of activity and movement that they truly enjoy, they won't see it as a chore. And Some kids, that's organized sports. Some kids, that's individualized sports. For me, I remember as a kid, one thing I loved to do, and obviously I was older, 
I love just putting on my rollerblades and rollerblading around town. And sometimes I was gone for 10 minutes and sometimes I was gone for longer, but I just really loved rollerblading and that is activity. So maybe for your, your kiddo, it's bike riding and encouraging any type of movement and activity that they do like to do and having it be for the enjoyment of movement because movement has been, has been proven to increase endorphins. So if you want your kids to be in a better mood, then let's think about how much movement are they getting? Are they enjoying the type of activities that they are involved in? Maybe I should ask them, what's something new you want to try? Because encouraging them to try something new and different and unique, maybe maybe something that their kids, the other kids in their class aren't necessarily doing too, that will get them into like new groups of friends and confidence and trying something like completely out of the box and unique, right? I think of a friend who brings her kiddo to Taekwondo, and I think that is absolutely amazing. But likewise, I also want to say with the overscheduling of our kids, I remember chatting with a friend and, you know, just with their commutes and times that the kids were getting picked up from their after school care, I had asked like, what kind of activities are the kids? And she's like, you know, we really just wanted to have relaxed, connected evenings together as a family. So they weren't in any activities this year. And I was like, good for you. Good for you for recognizing that. Because I bet there were probably times where she thought, oh, so-and-so has their kids an XYZ activity. And I was like, no, she made the best decision for her and her family based on what was going on in their lives. And like, that's amazing. And that's awesome too. And I think with activity, I think I've covered all that I want to cover and to keep this kind of shorter for the mini series, rolling into nutrition here, I want to just remind you parents, like, keep it simple. I know we see the stuff on social media that is like people having these wildly elaborate um, school lunches packed for their kids, whether you have to pack your kids' school lunch or you choose to pack your kids' school lunch or your kid eats lunch at school, you do you, boo. You you do you. Can you just bring in some sort of insightful awareness of if you're... So I'll give you my example, okay? So I am, at this time, not sending lunch to school with my son. If, if that... I'm not married to that, right? But the plan right now, and he eats what they serve at daycare, right? So my plan is he is going to be eating what the school gives him. And I know it's not the top notch healthiest things like they are feeding mass amount of kids and they got to do what they got to do. Right. And so I'm really keeping at the forefront of my mind. Where can I make sure that especially as a certified nutritionist and health coach, How can I make sure my kid is getting the adequate amount of fruits and vegetables and healthy protein sources so he has this well-roundedness to his, his meals? Because I do know food will impact his mood, his energy, his emotion, and concentration, and all of those things. So obviously, at his breakfast, that is going to be important for me to highlight a well-rounded meal. And then home dinners. I actually had this discussion with my husband. I'm like, you know, when school rolls around, we're going to really focus on keeping home dinners 
simple because whole foods are very simple. We're the ones who overcomplicate recipes and meals and stuff like that. Whole foods are very simple and making sure we're keeping it simple and nutritious. um, And that way it's kind of rounding out whatever it is that he's having at school, because I am not in control of that, but I am, I am looking at what can I take control of. And you guys, like I said, whole foods are really the simplest to prepare. Having an apple with breakfast, having strawberries or fruits, veggies, um, just chopped up, like those types of things are nourishing and filling and fueling and, and, we tend to overcomplicate nutrition so much, so much, right? And paying attention to how I'm talking about food and nutrition. Like I said, this is something I discussed with my husband. I'm not going to the boys and being like, you guys aren't eating crap when you get home from school. Like I'm not, I'm not going about it like that. And especially with teenagers, like they get older and they make their choices. I want to have more of the dialogue of like, you know, this is, this is what we're having. And this is what I made. Like that is what it is. And there are times, yeah, I'll I'll whip up like a grilled cheese with something that I know they're not going to love. Right. Cause we did cheeseburger salad bowls last night and they like the sweet potato fries. They like the lettuce with ranch. They don't necessarily care for like it's actually delicious. They're insane for not liking it. But I whip up this like ground beef, like that season and it's like a burnt. Oh, so good. They don't necessarily like that. So I made them a grilled cheese to have with that meal and they mowed down on the things that they liked, but it was still in alignment with like the foods that I was serving, if that makes sense. So majority of the time, the meals are like that. But another thing I do to simplify you know, foods and getting dinner on the table is my meal planning method, which I have a podcast episode on this. But in a nutshell, I plan for four dinners in the evening. And then on the weekend, I tend to cook like I tend to cook on my weekends because I have more time, right? It's not the typical rigmarole like I do my meal my chopping of my fruits and vegetables and cooking maybe more timely meals on the weekends because we have more time then. And then Wednesday, Thursday are a great day for leftovers because we tend to be busy and on the go those nights. I usually set up my leftovers nights like buffet style where I take like the three different things that we have as leftovers and they can choose which ones they want, right? And then keeping it really simple with a fruit choice and a vegetable choice. I pretty much always have carrots and cucumbers on hand because those are what my kids eat. They also do pretty well with salad with some ranch. I mean, it is what it is. Um, And that's some hacks that work well for me. I hope that this episode had some nuggets and some things that were helpful to you and your family and not putting so much stress on you to be perfect with everything and do things that will be best for you and your family and not put stress, even more stress on you for all the things that you are managing and taking care of and doing in the day to day, right? But this awareness of 
activity and nutrition on your kids will have a positive effect because with exercise and activity and especially exercise and activity that they enjoy, they'll have increased endorphins, which means they will be much better <laughs> to <laughs> emotionally and mood wise. Hello, because sometimes kids be moody. We all know that. And then with nutrition, I hope you keep things simple and not overstress yourself, but really start really start paying attention to your own dialogue with food and nutrition, not overcomplicating it, but still being aware of when we eat well, we feel really good and we have more energy. And that's where I want to leave you today. I hope you enjoyed this mini series. I know I'm kind of like in late luteal brain right now, you guys. My words are having a hard time coming out. So I do I do want to thank you for sticking around with me through this series and that it was helpful to you. These were just some of the topics that I've been talking about with my mom friends and seeing going around on social media and a lot of things that just sparked me to be like, why are we overcomplicating this? Why are we telling people to do this or that because it's it works best for their family? I wanted to really give you a series that would help you be successful and have some tools for you to craft and create things that are going to work for you and your family realistically. Not overhaul everything in your life all at once, but just bring some great tips and resources and insight to this new season of going back to school. And I want you to know that I am a open book. You can ask me anything and I am still accepting new clients for health and fitness routines. So if you are a mom that is wanting to really get back into her fitness and nutrition routine, send me a DM on Instagram for new client enrollment. We can really focus on just the fitness side or the nutrition side and really see what is best for you or the combination of both. If you want to focus on both, I have a support group that is open all year round, every single year. I've been running this group for over four years now consecutively, and I would love to welcome you and have you join this group as we start a fresh new season. So if you are interested in that, just reach out to me and I'm happy to help you with any of your goals. If you are interested in cycle syncing and having a faith-filled community, that's what the Feminine Edge Collective is. If you are wanting a macro number and doing some macro counting coaching, I also am available to that. The reason why I have those different offers is because I know not all of us are looking for just one thing in one area of your life you may not want to you may not want to tackle that area or you're in a good rhythm and routine with what it is you are doing in your fitness but you really want to focus in on trying out macros and nutrition that's why i have these different offerings and if you are looking for my help i am one dm away my friend thank you so much for listening today and i'll talk to you next time <music>